Welcome to Eclipse, a Dungeons & Dragons sci-fi fantasy thriller. I'm Jeremy Fair, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be the Dungeon Master. My name is Megan Kelleher, my pronouns are she, her, and I play Ava Elgin, whose pronouns are also she, her. I'm Cage, I'll be playing Soul Red Hammer, and both of our pronouns are she, hers. I'm Danny. I'll be playing Whiskey, and both of our pronouns are she, hers. I'm Rob. I'll be playing Info Scott, and our pronouns are he, they. And I'm Adam DeWeese. I go by he, him, and I'll be playing Dr. Shepard, who goes by they, them. Last time on Eclipse, you all finally reunited at last and this time you have some new people in the party you have whiskey and soul red who have both joined the team canonically soul red has not officially joined the team and i guess at this point whiskey's just using this as a ticket out of this gift prison but um they're on the team so you all broke out of prison and um erky and captain burke and dr shepherd and I mean, the whole crew is together you all walked back to your ship um, as you got closer to well it's Erky and Soul Red and Captain Burke's ship but as you got closer you noticed that there were some Githyanki speeder tracks in the sand going right towards where your ship had been parked so with some quick thinking you called the Gary 2 and were able to fly the ship over to you all you escaped into the atmosphere and you were thinking how you're going to locate the eclipse where to see where Dr. Shepard had left the eclipse and, and the normal Gary but in doing so you started being chased by four Githyanki uh, spaceships you managed to outrun three of them but one of them kept up with you um, and you were engaged in combat you managed to hit the ship once but it fired back and it is in hot pursuit so we all just rolled initiative so what did everybody get on their initiative 22. That's a lot better than my 7. Uh, 4. Solar got 10. I got an 18. Ooh, I wasn't last. Thank you, Whiskey, a.k.a. Danny, and your poor roll 20 skills. And then uh, Captain Burke got a 13, and Erky got a 21. So, now that we all kind of know the order we're going to be going in, um, I think it's worth mentioning that this ship that you were on though similar is is a lot smaller than the eclipse and so the layout of the ship is not the same and with what seven of you on this ship right now there's seven people on a a three-person ship and so there's not really all that much room you have captain burke sitting in one of the command chairs there's another one beside him Uh, ava is sitting in the back area controlling the lower cannon we have Erky and Info, who were messing around at the kitchen. Erky was using one of his arm attachments to open up one of the can of lima beans uh, <laughs> when he realized that Info was actually just more interested in taking apart his coffee machine that he paid for with his hard-earned money. Whiskey, what are you doing during all this? And Dr. Shepard, what are you doing during all this? And then Soul Red, uh, what were you doing while this was happening? Are you in that other seat by Captain Burke? I think that since we took damage, Soul Red's probably going to try and see if there's anything that she could do to minimize the amount of damage that has happened to the ship. Insert sound of duct tape ripping right here, Jeremy. As, as Soul Red is just duct taping up all the holes in the ship. 
Yeah, that first blast that you had got hit by um, mainly managed to damage the outer shield. It didn't actually damage any of the actual hardware of the ship. The second ones, they were lighter rounds that penetrated the shield and were hitting the actual metal of the ship directly. So there are various spots that you could tend to and, like, you know, just areas you can weld and patch up really quick. But for the most part, the damage was not that substantial. But I think it's definitely a good idea to be on it right away. So, yeah, you can definitely go around and start repairing. She's probably, like, trying to remember where they put all of the different, like, tools. Like, there's probably, like, a wrench over in this area. And then, like, she's got to, like, reconfigure the toolbox as fast as she can. Because you've all... I mean, realistically, been parked on this planet for like a month and a half or two months because you've been searching for Captain Burke right. Right. for a while. Um, like I said, I know it seems like to the part to the party and but and also the listeners that they've been in prison for a very long time, which they have. It's like the third bullet point on my big list for this story. But really, it's only been like two or three days that they were even locked up. So by comparison. Alright, so you're all in the sky, and I think the highest initiative was Ava. So Ava, what are you doing? You're on this cannon. It seems like... Yeah, it seems like you're also going to go before anyone on the enemy ship as well. Can I just shoot again? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to shoot again. Alright. Yeah. (laughs) Megan, I feel like that's going to be your number one role for this entire next... (laughs) Shooting. Not a lot of decisions to be made. Uh, it's a 12 plus 6, 18. 18. All right, so you fire, and the 18 is going to hit. So you shoot this again, and you can go ahead and roll damage. And remind me, it's 3d8, you said? Yes, 3d8 force damage. Okay, that's 12. A 12. So you deal 12 damage to this ship as... It, you know, it just barely peppers with a couple of these laser shots, and you just manage to hit it with a, another very large laser blast. This one definitely seems to knock it off course. You see that it wavers um, pretty severely, and it, it does lose a lot of distance. And you do feel like if you manage to keep hitting it with these more powerful blasts, you will put a lot more distance between the two ships. I like this cannon, Solred. I haven't actually had a chance to use it myself, so... <laughs> Glad yeah, it handles real nice. All right, so after Ava, with a 19, it is actually... Or no, with a 21, it is going to be Erky's turn. So Erky is just like... He was in the back messing with lima beans, and then this little battle started. When the ship got hit with the first cannon, his main priority was not flinging this entire can of open lima beans everywhere. And uh, now he just has put his, like prosthetic arm which is like a iron arm that he can switch like the hand apart with any sort of attachment he wants essentially because it's, it's like magic and he's just like holding it over the lima bean can so that they don't fly everywhere and he's kind of looking around in a panic and i feel like he's he's wanting to do what soul red is doing he's wanting to go around and start repairing things but he's noticing that she's already on it and he's also just preoccupied with these lima beans so he's going to more or less waste his turn um, after Erky is the other ship. So the other ship, it fell back quite a bit. It's going to launch forward. And you actually see, like, it seems to have turned on some sort of boosters or some sort of a- amplified speed. And it literally catches up right beside all of you. 
and you'll see that on the bottom is also like a rotating cannon similar to what Ava is using um, seems to be bigger than the smaller shots that had peppered the side previously and it looks like they're going to try to take a shot Mayday, Mayday, targeted by enemy ship They only get a 10 so the blast is not enough to hit the ship You all, um, with Captain Burke's expert driving manage to just kind of like move the ship just enough to where the blast goes flying right past all of you and into the atmosphere and we can move right along to Info's turn Info, what are you doing? You see Erky just like right next to you trying to not spill the lima beans. How far have you gotten in your project to take apart this coffee machine (laughs) and do the screws go flying everywhere? Oh, Info does this like with his eyes closed in a bandana on like in those military <laughs> movies with the guy with the gun putting it all together. So it's just like fingers are flying. And I look, is there like a like an openable hatch or window type thing nearby? Like, can I like go? No. Like if, like some sort of like port, like an um, airlock. So this ship doesn't have like a whole dedicated airlock room like you all have. It has the toilets, which are basically one-way airlocks. And um, other than that, there's nothing. However, there is like the sink. So, I mean, there's got to be some sort of mechanism down there. Just depends what you're throwing in that sink. I was hoping to be able to get something out of the ship at the other ship. It's kind of far away. I mean, it's close in, like, ship distance, but it's far away. It's, it's <laughs> Can we load like a coffee a, machine into the cannon? feet away. <laughs> no, do not load Rodney 2.0 into the cannon. There is the other seat next to Captain Burke that controls the front twin guns that are similar to the Githyanki ones that fire well, the smaller shit. shots. But, you know, you also are an artificer that can come up with magic creative solutions. I don't have a magic solution for this. Uh, yeah. Because when I'm editing, I'm always surprised. You always come up with this crazy shit. You're like, but what if we did this? And I'm like, that actually is bad idea okay i did not know about those twin guns though that's Um, good to know except for the time you almost teleported out of the ship into the middle of space that would probably kill you i don't need to breathe so you're like we can get out of prison by going through the wall into space three thousand miles per hour i don't fucking good (laughs) info i was found floating in space (laughs) one of you would have made it out the other side he would survive for a while but he would just be in space, just gone. Like, <laughs> just there. Wouldn't that be an abrupt ending to a podcast? <laughs> Gary57 would find him eventually. <laughs> I'm going to, with one hand, put the finishing touches on Rodney, and with the other hand, I'm going to try and access the nearest console to pull up a schematic of the ship, because I need to know where the sink and toilet output, and that will be my turn. Okay. I mean... If you needed to know where the toilet was, I could have just pointed to you for you. I need to know where the shit goes, <laughs> not where the people go to shit. Soren shows you a face of confusion. I have a plan. Is Rodney 2.0 done now? Uh, he's Mr. Rodney now because he's made from a Mr. Coffee. So, But you you can call him Rodney, but his friends can call him Rodney. <laughs> Mr. Rodney was my father. <laughs> <laughs> he was a press pot. But yeah, that's it. I'm just looking up where the shitter leads and finishing up Mr. Rodney. He's going to be throwing fucking rocks down at her or something. <laughs> he's like just, he's just literally discarding things into space. I can't wait to see what his next turn is. All right. So that brings us to Captain Burke's turn. 
Captain Burke is on the ship, and being the expert captain he is, he is going to suddenly sharply turn the ship to the left, and he's going to use the control stick he has to try to fire a shot off those front uh, smaller cannons. I'm trying to think what they're called. Like, what would they be I called? I you called them twin cannons. They are, but they're like, mach- you know, they're like shooting like machine... I don't want to just keep using the word peppered, but that's what it's like. They're like the little... Like artillery? like Yeah, it wasn't artillery, like the big powerful... These are like little... In Assassin's Creed, they call them swivel guns. <laughs> swivel guns sounds pretty fucking cool. Oh, I, I like that. Okay. So these little twin swivel guns. Yeah. They, uh-huh. uh, they don't swivel quite as much as the big can in the middle that can actually spin all the way around, but they're cool. Yeah, that's that's a bad name when you've got a bigger, better swivel gun right next to <laughs> it. Our, these are swivel guns. That's a... These are the 180s. That one's the 360. Yeah. Newer model. <laughs> Anyways, Captain Burke turns the ship to the left and fires on these little cannons. Damn it, we just named them. They're swivel guns, Jeremy. Well, Did you forget already. It doesn't matter because he got a 12, so he missed. So he turns hard to the left and fires <laughs> off the left one, but he turned too hard, and the swivel guns launch the small laser pellets that missed the Get Yankee ship entirely. The right swivel gun is he would have to move to get to it. So he doesn't do anything else. He's just going to turn the ship, and then now he, like, turns back to the right, and you're all kind of behind the Githyanki ship for just a moment. And then we will move to the next person in initiative. I believe it is... So it's Soul Red's turn. Soul Red, what are you going to be doing? Is there something for her to uh, try and repair? That would be her first. Any damage? I mean, there is damage if you want to use your whole turn and make like an engineering check to see if you can repair it. We can heal some of the damage that's been, that has been done. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. That's a Ooh. 21 uh, engineering check. Yeah, I think. I rolled an 18. That was really oh, yeah. good. Go ahead and roll a d6. You're gonna see if you can repair 1d6 damage on this turn. Jeremy, in your dock you've got. Uh-huh. What, do you, what did I write? A year ago. You wrote way more than a D6. Uh, okay. You did write that in combat a character, a character rather, can use their action to attempt to repair a damage system by making an engineering check. Oh, that's a system, though. Um, mm-hmm. On a success, the character can repair the target system for 3D10 plus uh, int hit points. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. That seems like a lot. That's a different <laughs> that's ship. right. That is a different ship. I guess it's scaled for a bigger ship. That's also on the the Eclipse where there there are the bigger rooms and multiple rooms. That Um, checks out. That makes sense. Yeah. But you know what? Fine. 1d10. Yay! Charitable charitable DM. Watch me roll a (laughs) 1. Did you? Oh, I thought you did. Oh, that's a 7. That's a 7. Plus plus your intelligence because you're proficient Uh, in engineering. Still a 7. God. Cell phone. And just like that, we found out Soul Red's intelligence modifier. Don't ask her her charisma. <laughs> All right, so you're able to repair seven damage. That's actually pretty good. I mean, the ship hasn't really taken that much damage. So, okay. And then anything else? Uh, I think she'll look over at Erky, who's covering the can of lima, lima beans. <laughs> it's like, nice save. <laughs> and uh, then we will go to Dr. Shepard. Dr. Shepard, what are you doing? 
Obviously, this ship does not have any of the fun toys that the Gary 1.0 has, like the claw, the zapper, the sonic hammer. Um, you just have like an encyclopedic memory, don't you? Yeah, I'm just remembering all the things. I'm just like fucking daydreaming about the Gary 1 right now. Um, I'm going to eye that right uh, swivel cannon, but I'm also going to think that I'm also then going to eye uh, whiskey and think that whiskey would probably be a better shot than I am. So. Does this ship have a, a a scanner, which is an an action that the or other ship has, or no? Yeah, there's a sensor array, and the the Gary 1.0 also has a sensor array. Yeah. So what I was wanting to do is the because you know that on the uh, monitors it was displaying the the different ships that have, were were chasing after you. Right. So definitely as a scanner. Okay. So the the one I was looking to do is to scan to detect current condition of the enemy's ship. Uh, there are four main systems: engines, sensors, helm, and weapons. And it will like say like a percentage, so that could kind of like maybe like give whiskey and um, uh, Ava like a heads up on like some uh, targets if I could. But I did yeah. just now realize that I make a uh, an engineering check, which my engineering is a plus three. It was a thirteen. Yeah. So just to kind of explain uh, to listeners and, and everybody how the scanner works, so they make an engineering check, and on successful, they can do one of the following: they can scan for vessels or major settlements within one d ten hundred miles. So you could like go onto a planet and scan like, is there any major settlements nearby, or like where are some active vehicles within a hundred. Um, you can also detect a current target's status, and that's what you were doing. You can scan to detect what kind of weapons an enemy vessel might have, and you can scan to detect the current condition of um, all of their different systems. So, are you wanting to check if they have their shields up, if they're going to warp, or are you trying to check, you know, if their engines are still going and all that kind of stuff? I was wanting to do number four, where I can scan their four main systems engine, sensors, helm, and weapons. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead and roll your check. I got a... I, I accidentally rolled twice, but I think my first one was a 13. Okay, so you roll a 13, and um, what you are able to determine is that this ship does not have all the same systems that even this ship has. Theirs is mainly just an engine and weapons, and the helm is part of the engine, and they do not have sensors. And it seems like their overall health is about 70% still. But you've done a, a, a decent chunk of damage to them. None of their engines seem to be damaged. But the, the overall like health of the shields, essentially. Because if you manage to hit an unshielded ship directly with a blast, it's probably going to explode. Uh, it's really the shields that you're sensing, more or less. Mm, they're almost halfway. Sh- sh- shoot them again. I think that's my, my turn. I don't think I got anything else to do. Okay. I just wanted to scan them. So after you do that scan, we get a whiskey. Whiskey, what are you up to on this small ship? Well, I guess since that uh, that other chair's empty, I'm going to sit on down and try, and try and use a gun. This gun doesn't need foot pedals, right? <laughs> that's up not. Whiskey's uh, Whiskey's got some books stacked up on the pedals. So to fire that gun, it's going to be one d twenty plus intelligence. That's good for a wizard, right? Well, it's an engineering check, so yeah. 
which is a stat I made up. So it should have been a 21. So A 21. Okay. So you roll a 21. That is definitely enough to hit. Um, now that you all have recorrected like your the path you're traveling and you were behind this ship, it seems like you got a pretty good shot on it. Go ahead and roll damage. And what was the damage on this the small swivel gun? The damage is a 1d10 plus intelligence. Seven. All right, so seven more damage. So you're able to hit this directly from behind, which even though the shields cover you know, almost the whole ship. The The back is usually the weakest point of any ship, except for, like, the big freighters that have, like, an armor. They're really slow moving. But, yeah, you managed to hit it for seven damage. Is there anything else you would like to do? Just sort of keep an eye out and make sure I'm pointing the right direction for next time. All right, so then we will go to Ava. Ava, what would you like to do? Um, First, as, like, a free action or a bonus action, I would like to sort of instruct Apricot to go help um, Soul Red and whoever is is trying to repair. I'm, pick, I'm thinking she could probably like pick up a wrench in her mouth and like hand it to people or something. <laughs> um, find the right tools, and then I'm going to take another shot. All right, good fire. Um, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, so that one does hit. Heck yeah. Okay, three D ten or three D eight. Yeah, 38 force damage. So you power up the the bottom laser, the cannon. And it's 13 again. Hell yes. Awesome. You're all... You're doing a pretty good amount of damage on this thing, I would say. It was already at 70% last turn. It's taken 20 more damage since then. All right, is there anything else you'd like to do, Ava? Uh, no, that's it. All right, now we go to Erky Timbers. Erky Timbers is going to take the can of lima beans and set it in the sink. And um, he's going to look around, like, wanting to make himself useful, but realizing there's not that much to do. And he's going to go over to Info and be like, Hey, what you doing over here? This ain't a time for shitting. We're, we need to fight. Because he just sees <laughs> you, like, poking your head around the, bath, the bathroom. So you can respond to him. You can talk as a free action. <laughs> I'm just going to look at him. I'm just going to look at him. And I'm going to, like smack down the power button on Mr. Rodney. I have a plan! I need to know where the shitter expels. <laughs> what? It's, uh... <laughs> Does it go out the back or the side? It's out the back! Or the bottom. What the hell are you awesome. planning on doing? Get us in front of this thing! Get us in front of the ship! <laughs> it goes out the, the bottom of the ship, of course. Yeah. Imagining it going out the bottom of the ship? Which is where Ava's on the gun. She's just like standing on her ass. It goes right by her. In the tube, she's got to watch it. I don't know what you're saying. It's like when you, it's like when you go to the bank and you got to put your thing in a tube. I was picturing like Willy Wonka, <laughs> like the chocolate river. What are you? What are you sending out into space? <laughs> I just I just need us in front of the ship so I can do it Erky's going to throw his turn away again because he's confused he's over here helping him he's told him where the thing expels things Uh, there's not really much else he can do I don't know I mean 
I guess he can, he can hop in the bathroom real quick. Okay. I told him to get us in front of the ship. Yeah, he's not driving. Captain Burke is already driving, but he heard what you told him. After Erky, we go to the enemy Githyanki ship. The Githyanki ship is now, I mean, you can't really tell, but the driver is kind of surprised that you're all suddenly behind them, and they're going to whip the ship um, kind of to the right and attempt to try to turn around. Um, and it is the swivel gun on the bottom, which it is not as powerful as the swivel gun you all have, um, is going to rotate and attempt to shoot you all. I think since the driver is firing and turning at the same time, they would have disadvantage on the shot. With disadvantage, they rolled a natural one, uh, which came out to be a three, so that is a miss. So they fire the cannon off the bottom, and it just misses your ship entirely. Uh, after this cannon shot misses, and the ship is now turned to where you're both essentially facing each other for just a moment, um, and you're both moving it pretty quickly, so it's not going to last very long. We go to Info's turn. Okay. Um, so they will probably, like, pass under us in, like, just a second or two. So um, knowing that, what I'm going to do is I'm going to... Uh, Info's going to shove his hand in the toilet and pop open his grease pouch <laughs> and I'll hold the flusher down and just start pumping grease out so it's squirting out the back of our ship so that they're going to fly hopefully through the grease and get the grease all over them and maybe uh, I don't know cause a hull fire or some shit or block their view or something so I'm just going to try and grease them through the toilet and Ava just sees us just coming down that tube right next to her Face. All right, go ahead and I guess just make a ranged attack. We use intelligence as your uh, role here. We're going to see how well you can time this, this grease attack. I rolled a three and I have plus seven in my saving throws, uh, plus four intelligence. So unfortunately, or I have a plus eight to spell attack, though. I don't know. That might be a stretch. I was going to say, that's it. I mean, this is a really good plus, but still 11. So, you run over and you do this. Erky pointed where this thing is going to go. You ran over and you just shot the grease out. And it just launches into space. And um, I don't know, everything's happening so fast. It just seems like it's like, you know, the chances of them actually going through it seem pretty slim. But you do have a big blob of grease floating in space now just waiting waiting for someone unsuspecting traveler <laughs> I left a floater honestly we're, we're gonna we're gonna encounter that in like episode 70 how long would something like that last in space like a big massive oil spill in the middle of forever forever dude. right like beyond human comprehension certainly until we run into it with Gary One and it just splatters on the windshield and like would it degrade? Forty there episodes, no yeah. Conditions that could degrade it. Um, I mean, I guess it would look hard eventually. Yeah. All right, so you missed. So all of that is to say you missed. Um, anything else? Uh, Mr. Rodney's gonna pop to life and just start bubbling out a cup of Joe. That'll be it. Okay. So is the other Rodney just stop like existing when you create this new Rodney? Or are they both? Well, Jeremy, you fucking you broke it real hard. Well, they kicked him. He was murdered. No, you didn't no, kick they... him. You broke it. 
I didn't do anything. Yeah, he was murdered. I'm just an oracle built reading the fates of the universe. You I have straight up, like, nothing. stomped it, dismantled yes. it, and broke it, Jeremy. That gif, like, hit, cut it in half with his sword and shit. I roll yeah. plastic shapes and they tell me things. I don't do anything. <laughs> so, yes, Jeremy. Did digital we plastic shapes. Gif. Yes, we needed a Rodney 2.0. Okay. Not a big deal. The smell, the lovely aroma of, of coffee being made fills the air of the ship. I think it benefits everybody greatly. And uh, and so after info, next in initiative would be, I believe, um, Captain Burke, right? Before Cage. Yeah, Captain Burke goes. So Captain Burke is flying the ship. Um, and also controlling the left cannon. And now that he sees this other ship turning directly on him, uh, he's going to try to kind of pull up, I think, um, so that he can still get a shot off on it, but then also not collide with this thing in very fast speeds. Um, So once again, he's going to try to fire, but since he's doing a maneuver, it's going to be at disadvantage, just like the other ship. With disadvantage, it's a nine. So I would say he's able to pull up fast enough that he does not hit the ship that's coming at him, but does miss with the shot. And then we will move past him. So right after Captain Burke, it is Soul Red's turn. Is there still damage to be uh, fixed? or There is still some damage, but not very much. Well, I think Solred is still going to try because now Apricot's hanging out with her to fix stuff. <laughs> and I feel like I could see her like pointing like amongst like the things for like Apricot to like tighten like a nut. <laughs> like Apricot like goes into like this like small crevices to like fix different things. <laughs> I love it so much. Like you've already repaired the real damage, but Apricot already has a little you screwdriver, and you're like, I you... guess I got to tighten this thing. Sure, I yeah. just find things for her to do because she's so cute. It's like mute my four-year-old when he's like, all right, what are we going to do? And he brings a screwdriver. I'm like, I don't know. Go like, tighten that door handle or something. <laughs> Go play the hammer. <laughs> do I do I get an advantage because I'm being held? Yeah. Please. I mean, I think so. Yeah, I think if Apricot's... What familiars do, man. Dedicating everything. That's true. Apricot literally just grants the help action. And that's all Apricot That's kind of what familiars do. So. do like. Yeah. Uh, that's a 17 on my engineering. A 17. That's going to work. That's You're going to engineer those holes. Um, go ahead and roll for healing or repairing, I suppose. Is that a one? That, does, a that one. looks like a one. To, or a seven. Oh, no. it's a or one. a bad seven. Plus engineering. Oh, do I get to add my modifier onto that? Yeah. Oh, then I didn't do that last time either. Then it's four. Oh, it's a four. Okay, so, and I guess we'll just retroactively add the three to the other repair as well. So, you repair for another seven damage, essentially. Um, and I believe... I think that's all the damage that's been done to it at this point. Fuck yeah. Good job, Apricot! It's actually so better it, than it when we started. Be, <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit better, because that one screw is tighter now. Yeah, Solra definitely, like, calls Apricot back and, like... There's some snuggles. There was a horrible <laughs> rattle before, and it's just stopped. <laughs> it's like that, that one door back there used to creak, and now it's great. You can actually sleep now. Apricot took some WD-40 and just like went to town. 
I, I sense a very strong bond for him. He's getting so yeah, I'm actually I'm kind of my head canon is starting to develop where it's just Abracot just hangs out in Solred's beard at all times. <laughs> it's better than like Solred will definitely encourage. Yeah, it. it's definitely a nice change of pace from like inside Ava's suit where she can't see anything. So, but you do have peanut butter. What did you have that that Abracot liked a lot? That you oh, always it's like had? fish oil extract. Fish oil. That's yeah. right. <laughs> fish oil in my beard and it'll attract apricot like repel everyone (laughs) I think that's a thing I think there is beard fish oil there shouldn't be solid it's canon after soul red and apricot do their thing I believe we go to Dr. Shepard you find yourself in the midst of an endless frozen field This would be difficult terrain for all but the most elite warriors, but you're no stranger to this punishing climate. You stand alone with nothing but your trusted silver blades and your most resplendent custom-made armor. This is it, the final encounter in a quest for gold that's brought you all over the world. You've been training your whole life for this, and you're ready. If this sounds exciting, have we got great news for you about competitive figure skating. Join us at the Ice Tea Podcast, the podcast where we spill the tea on figure skating. Whether you're a diehard fan or you just saw Yuri on Ice once and you thought it looked kind of cool, we're here to recap major events, interview your favorite skaters, break down the drama, and do the incredibly important sports journalism of rating the quality of plushies thrown out onto the ice. We may not be technical specialists, but we are comedians with a lot to say. Check us out at bit.ly slash Podcast or by searching the Ice Tea Podcast wherever you get your pods. From the city that brought you Kentucky Fried Chicken, Sluggers, and Muhammad Ali comes Roll for Weird, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast. Join Philbert Fogel, Doomsday Prepper, and Expert. I mean, I'm kind of like the, the linchpin that's keeping everything together in the group. Laysath, the Divine, and the Sensible. And I still owe him my life, so I would have to end yours. It would be a mess. Shadow, the edgy initiate. I trust him with my life. I don't know if I trust him with, you know, my bank account or my car or something like that. Misty Charlotte Palladino, spellslinger and trench coat enthusiast. But I haven't set anything on fire that I haven't meant to set on fire. Silas Lancaster, elderly vampire. There's only one Silvers. They broke the mold when they made Silvers. And Dragonbait as the Creeper Keeper. Silas, back in your mouth! Roll for Weird. On Twitch, streaming monthly. New podcast episodes every other Friday. Available on Apple or wherever you find your podcasts. After Soul Red and Apricot do their thing, I believe we go to Dr. Shepard. What are you um, doing, Shepard? So, another thing uh, on the ship combat sheet that you so generously gave us, Jeremy, is one action for a hail, a nearby spell ship, or Magicom to attempt to communicate. 
Okay. Would I be able to try to communicate with the Gary one? If you want to use your action to test that out, go for it. I I do. I I want to try to call in some backup. Okay. So I will. Um, is that just is that me using the ship's uh, communication device or just me using my communication device? Um, it's up to you. The ship's communication device would be better. It'd go further. Better. Okay. I'll I'll do that then. Now let me get um, this straight. Do you want yeah, to try, try to communicate with it and possibly fail, or do you want to use the sensor? And 100% succeed at knowing the location of the ship. Well, not 100. Oh. I guess if you successfully roll, if I because you I could su- the, be successful and be like you're just out of range, or you could use the other sensor, which is one d10 mm. times 100 miles, and you're probably within that range. Damn, that's a good question. Up right to there. a thousand okay. miles. I want to be able to actually communicate, and just know where it is. I think I'm gonna I, I'm gonna risk it. I'm gonna try to actually communicate, which very well may fail. And I'm gonna try I'm gonna try that route instead. Okay. Make an engineering check. Got a seventeen. So you were just hailing the eclipse. Yeah. On their ship. Yes. Okay. This is Gary. Yes. How may I help you? Hey. Hey, Gary. Dr. Shepard, it is nice to process your voice. <laughs> I'm sure it is. Hey, can you come uh, scoop us up and shoot some bad guys for us? Gary will swoop and shoot. Identify. <laughs> T-shirt was born. Gary will swoop and shoot. <laughs> Identify what? Identifying Dr. Shepard's location. I'm on the Gary 2. You are on the Gary 2. Should Gary track your transmission? Yes, and then shoot the Get Yankee ship. Now tracing transmission. Location identified. Gary is now in transit. See you soon, Gary. Gary is on the way to your location. I'll, I'll, I'll end communications. <laughs> Solar just looks over. That's what your Gary sounds like? I know, right? Weird. <laughs> Did you wish to contact Gary again? I I hit the button again to, to stop it. <laughs> whatever, I, whatever the hang-up button equivalent is, I'm hitting it. <laughs> Info's like you see, pulling his hand out of the toilet in the back in the bathroom. He's like, "Is that our fucking Gary, yeah, that dumbass?" Yeah, he's <laughs> coming to save us. Would you like to do anything else, Doctor Shepard, uh, other than having a forty-second conversation in six seconds? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So technically, that yeah, that I mean, that was my action. I don't really think I've got any bonus actions I could do on a ship, so I think I'm good. All right. Uh, then we'll Slowest talker getting the most amount of words in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you sent it to him through thought, and that's why it was so fast. <laughs> the speed of thought. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alright, so then after you... Alright, Whiskey, you got a four, so that means you were last initiative. What would you like to do? Well, I want to try this, this swivel gun again. We're going to swivel it and 
see if we can't shoot something. A 12. Alright, so yeah, 12 is not going to hit. That feels It's about not rash. fair that we make Danny roll in roll 20 because Dane, like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think. Danny can roll real dice if you want. Yeah, Danny, did you like. That's fine. Did you like. Danny's gonna grab some real dice. Did you like. Murder. (laughs) Did you like murder one of the roll 20 devs, like closest relatives and/or lovers? I I don't know. I I must. Danny is like the yin to my yang because I only roll well digitally. (laughs) Yes, you do. And then look at that! I'm telling you! And it doesn't matter what kind of digital roller. When Danny rolls the shiver dice roller, fucking shit. Every time. <laughs> because Captain Burke had pulled up on the ship so hard, you were not able to hit. Uh, it was really hard to aim. And is there anything else you'd like to do, Whiskey? Nah. Grumble a little bit. Alright, so let me go back to the top of initiative. So very, very top, then that means it is Ava's turn. All right, well, I'm going to try and shoot the thing as well. So let's see. Now that I've said I roll well digitally, it's not going to work for me, is it? Yeah, this is going to be so funny. uh, Does a 15 hit? No. Uh, Well, nearly. But a 16 did, so I guess you all know So I guess we've figured some things out. Well, you're welcome. That's all I got. True detectives. Um, all right, after Ava, then we go to uh, who? Erky Timbers, who is always very helpful. Erky is going to uh, just kind of be like, "What the hell are you doing? You're getting grease all over that damn thing. We gotta clean that, you know." And he's just yelling at info because, from his perspective, he just started dumping all this grease in his toilet for no reason. So fucking Erky in the toilet the hell are you trying to do i'm trying to get my hand out i was trying to grease the bad guys well you missed now you just got grease all over the damn floor no shit that shit up rodney i need your help uh erky's gonna run over and i think he's gonna pour some coffee from rodney too fuck it you know what i'm not liking erky after this episode not an Erky fan. Why? Because he's pouring coffee? No, because he ain't doing shit, Jeremy. <laughs> he opened lima beans and then poured coffee, and that's what he's done in 18 seconds of combat. Oh, God. Well, maybe he'll bring me he's some coffee. extremely productive. This kind of sounds like 18 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I know. 18 <laughs> seconds to pour coffee and open lima beans? That is like, if he was working feet. in food service, Jeez. he'd be employee of the month. Jeez. He, yeah, he'd be... I'm gonna try that at home now. Killing it. Change your opinion real quick. Yeah, I know. So he's gonna go ahead and pour himself some coffee and sip it and go, ah! Still hot. I mean, he, to be fair, he's looking around. It's just not much to do. All the guns are taken. You got info dumping stuff (laughs) down the toilet. I mean, everything's done. We got a ferret has something to do. But Erky does not. 
And you know, That's true. you know how long it took him to, to get back, to get over the uselessness complex after he first lost his arm? And now you're just trying to throw it back in there. He's trying to do everything he can. I'm sure there's some dusting or greasing that he can do somewhere. There's got to be. I mean, Info took care of that. He, he could. Say if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. He could be DJing us. If you've got time right to bean, now. you've got time to clean. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's our that's the thing everybody always says in this universe. If yeah. you got time to bean, you got time to clean. Well he did nothing but he did have he did that's have the longest turn. Says. So his turn is over. And That's on Gary 1.0. <laughs> on Gary 1.0, he's got a bumper sticker that says you've got time to bean, you got time to clean. And one that says if you can read this you're too close. Yeah, it doesn't he's only two bumper stickers he's got. They're going to roll a 17. So right when Captain Burke pulls up, they just lay on those front cannon or front front guns right on the bottom of the ship. Um, and they hit pretty dang hard for 17 damage. Question. Nine plus eight. Yes. Uh, could I use my shield spell reaction to protect the ship? Bird? An invisible barrier of magical force appears and protects you. You, or can you choose a target? Especially since my hate range. I think you, you can do a creature too, because I've also got that spell, but I don't What's I the don't, range on it? The... You're in a minivan, essentially. Uh, it's. <laughs> it says self. Oh. So, I don't know, you, since my hand is you sticking to the you, you can put it around <laughs> you only. <laughs> like. Oh, I was thinking of Shield of Faith. I've got Shield of Faith, which is a bonus action. A Shimmering Field appears and surrounds a creature of your choice. I think um, in this situation, you'd be wasting it. Okay. I feel like it's like one of those situations where something's coming at you and there's a glass wall that looks between you and that thing. And like you still like, like <laughs> react. Yeah. It's like we get hit and all of a sudden like Info's like shield. <laughs> Car backfires. I'm like, shield. <laughs> <laughs> I do have mending, and I've never once used that. Um, so yeah, what would you like to do, Info? Uh, well, Info, uh, because of the way the toilet works and the high vacuum pressure, uh, it is still sucking his hand down in there anyway, and he can't get undone because of all the vacuum pressure. So now he's, like, jiggling the handle to see if he can close the the toilet suction gap. And he's like, Ugh, fuck it! And he just, like, squirts more grease down there just to see if he can maybe unstick that. Are you shitting me? One. Um, that misses with a natural one. Yeah. In fact, you just spill it all over the fucking floor again. Erky, Erky's actively right there, pissed off, watching, drinking coffee. Erky's gonna be so but he's fucking so mad. He's gonna be so mad. Fuming. Just, well, now he's got something to fires all over everything. Gets in his coffee. Apricot comes over with the rag. Apricot's super fast, too. <laughs> She's like one. slipping around She's in the in grease. Beard. Apricot's the shit, and I would die at, for Apricot in game and out of game. Ava has died for Apricot like six times. <laughs> That's actually the reason she's died all those times. It's like a, it's a pact. <laughs> and it's a one-way pact. Apricot did not make oh, yeah. it back. I'm a, I'm a ferret warlock. 
Rodney brings me a coffee while I'm like stuck there and just start sipping that with my free hand. Next in initiative order is going to be Captain Burke, I believe, followed by Soul Red. So Captain Burke pulled up last time. The other ship shot the bottom, so it seemed like not a great maneuver and has now zipped past. Um, I think Captain Burke is going to use this moment to not shoot, but instead go faster now that they've managed to be going the opposite direction of this um, Githanki ship. So essentially he's going to take the dash action, and the ship is going to move so far away from the ship that's moving in the opposite direction that, you know, it's if you put enough focus on this over the next few turns, you might be able to actually outrun them unless you... You know, for actively trying to battle them. Um, so after their turn, we can move right along, and it is Soul Red's turn. You just see her like run across the ship to like where the damage hit, and Apricot's just hanging out in her beard. <laughs> <laughs> She's got like all the tools, you know, and Apricot's got like yeah, this little wrench hanging out of her beard, and she's holding onto a toolbox, and she goes and runs, and she goes to uh, to go fix the the damage that just hit the ship on this last turn. Where are the fan artists? <laughs> yeah, I know. I picture like a like a cartoon where like the ship will get shot on the starboard side and like <laughs> Soul Red and Apricot will run over there and fix it real quick and then it'll get shot on the port side. Soul Red and Apricot are like just running back and forth like Scooby Doo. Benny Hill music. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, so a twenty two engineering check with eight damage repaired. Wow. All right. So Holy you're able to uh, repair eight out of the seventeen damage you that the ship had suffered last turn. Anything else? No, I think that'll be it. Okay. So then on to Shepard. Yeah, I'm trying to look and like, since we're kind of like trying to outrun this thing, I don't really know that there's much more I could do other than like talk with Gary one again and nobody wants that. Um, Shepard, you're passively looking and you notice on the sensors there's another, a second ship approaching. Well, fuck that ship. Um, I'll I'll just I'll yell out to the captain. There's another one coming. Do the speed boost again. And uh, yeah, I mean I don't I don't think there's anything I can I can personally do to help the situation anymore. Other than I've already called the Gary. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let him know that another ship's coming on the sensor, and then I'm gonna. I think that's all I can do. All right, then we go to Whiskey. A second ship is approaching on the scanners, um, but you're still sitting in, like, the the seat up front. Swivel guns. Um, I'm going to try shooting again. Okay. Go ahead and make uh, an engineering check. And that's another nat 20. Oh, awesome. So now you get to roll damage twice. Yeah. And then add your engineering, your intelligence to it. Uh, that's a nine. And a two plus my intelligence would be another three, so fourteen. All right, so fourteen damage based on the damage you had done before, and then you scan that you had seventy percent of their health remaining. You feel like you're getting pretty close to this ship being destroyed. And on the sensors, you see that that other approaching ship is coming quite quickly. And suddenly, off from the left, there is a blast of light, and um, you see the Gith Yankee ship just explode. Over the comms, you'll just hear, Gary, incoming, Gary, incoming. And you see the eclipse just rocketing into this yeah. battle. As the explosion of this Githyanki ship kind of clears, you'll just see the the eclipse parked right outside. 
and uh, that's where we'll end this episode of Eclipse. This is Jeremy, your DM. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Eclipse. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did when we recorded it. The plot is really starting to take off now, so I'm super excited to get deeper into the story. The next episode of Eclipse will release in two weeks, so make sure that you're subscribed to Eclipse so you never miss an episode. And if you've enjoyed Eclipse, please tell your friends about us. Go wherever you like to get your podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. We have gotten a lot of downloads and a lot of positive feedback, so I really, really appreciate all the support. You can keep up to date with all the Eclipse content by following us on Twitter. That is at EclipsePod. We are super active on there. You can also go to TheEclipsePod.com where you can learn about the show and the crew and all the awesome voice actors that are playing the characters for Eclipse. Eclipse is part of the Majestic Goose Podcast Network. So you will want to check that out as well. We're home to over a dozen podcasts and streams. We have everything from actual plays to talk shows. We even do a live nerdy craft stream every week. So we really do it all here on the Majestic Goose Network. We release new content six days a week with shows like Doom Clock, One Shot Onslaught, Halfway to Hero, Dice Talk, Roll for Weird, and many, many more. So go to MajesticGoose.com and check out all that awesome stuff on there. You can check out our weekly streaming schedule and just come say hi to us. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time on Eclipse.